Blog Talk Radio. Forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, the Industry Doctors, Twitter, Industry Doctors, and Instagram, Industry Doctors. Don't forget to press one to go live with our special guest today. Shout out to our sponsors, Jimmy's Paint Shop, The 65 Connection, Leo Marketing, Star Marketing Moguls, and Media Combat. Without further ado, let's bring our special guests on. How are Hello. you? Hello. Can you let our listeners know who you are, what do you do, and how you started? Sure. Uh, my name is Andrew Rivers, and I'm a professional comedian. And uh, I've been doing it for about 10 years now. And uh just put out a comedy special through Dry Bar Comedy. And... Uh, that's who I am. You can find me at andrewjrivers.com or uh, andrewjrivers at any social media, whatever you like. Awesome. When did you get your start? When did you start doing comedy stand-up? I was in, about 10 years ago. I got laid off from a marketing job, and I thought, uh, you know, why not just try doing comedy because I'm already poor, so this is fine. And uh, I had done, like, speeches at a wedding and, you know, all sorts of stuff, and people always told me, oh, you should do comedy. So one day I just kind of did it, and uh, it was great. And so people came, uh, people kind of told me I should do it, and I did, and then I uh, just kind of kept doing it because it was a lot of fun. And um, so, you know, you just show up to open mics, and then after a while, you uh, people pay you. And after 10 years, uh, just uh, making a living now, trying to get by. Awesome. Did anybody tell you you should do it, or did you just uh, watch couple comedians. Yeah, I mean, I gave a speech then... at my brother's wedding, and uh, and that was kind of funny. And I'd, I'd always watched comics growing up. I loved comedy, but you know, when no one, no one, uh, your high school guidance counselor doesn't, you know, tell you you should be a comedian. Like that's a goofy uh, profession, you know. So right. Um. So you know, people had told me various times that I should do it but I just uh I just never did and then um once I didn't have anything else to do it was just I didn't even know you could get paid for it I was just trying to get off my couch and go do anything because I think that the more things you try that you don't like the more the sooner you realize what you do actually like 
so for me, it was um, uh, just about get you know just get out of the house and go do stuff and and then you accidentally stumble into something that you really like. So um, that's the fun part. Definitely, folks, you should get out there and try and try different things and see what works, what doesn't work, you know. Just don't do anything too crazy that, you know, you don't think you can do. I mean, everything is a mindset, but some people know they can't surf, and they go out there and they try to surf, and they got a buddy or a girlfriend videotaping them, and the next thing you know, they're on a show, Tosh.0 or Jackass. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think everything is, you know, especially something like stand-up comedy is 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 literally just about uh, banging your head against a wall and, and doing it. It's There's not like a secret, you know, people want to, uh, what, is, what is the secret and let me make sure I'm prepared. And there's not really anything you can do except just go up and do it. Um, so that's a fun, fun way to really, uh, think about it. Uh, you know, everything is just a mindset. It's not a big deal. Definitely. Now we do have a wide range of audience as far as the demographics and, um, just people who do different, have different choices in their career. Uh, are indefinitely in basically different industries, whether they're lawyers, artists, up and coming, you know, of course, um, painters, entertainers, models, what you may have, you know. So Mm -hmm. breaking into the comedy industry, how difficult would you say it was for you? Um, I, it's, I've, it's very difficult. I've heard people say that, you know, if they could start over again, they wouldn't. (laughs) Um, and I will say, I, I, I see where those people are coming from. To me, all the hard work and all that stuff has been worth it now. Um, you know, at any point though, there are so many there's so much failure involved, which is the hardest part for people because you have to get on stage and people just don't like you and you have to convince yourself that it actually went pretty well and that you should keep going on stage. Um, Like the first time I went on stage, I was, I was getting laughter, but I was just nervous and I was rocking back and forth the whole time. And, uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't say that I was, funny but in my head I thought oh the only reason that I wasn't the best one there tonight was because I was acting nervous so as soon as I stop stuttering and stand still uh, then I'll get my jokes are great already and that was not the case um, you know I'd, I was comedy savvy I liked comedy and I followed comedy but I never like you know, writ, I never wrote comedy until I decided to start doing it. So it is very tough to break into. And then there's so many, there's so many levels, you know, like you have to do it for free for a long time before people decide that they want to pay you for it. 
And so once you get paid, that's like a big milestone. And then making enough money to not have a day job is a milestone because, you know, you're making a couple hundred bucks a week and then you have to spend all of your money traveling to get to the show or, or wherever. And uh, it's just very tough. And so, it you know, it's not an easy thing. And a lot of people and, – and what's funny is that it's easier now because we have the Internet. You can just post a video online and people can find you. Back in the day, there was sort of this gatekeeper, you know, uh, you got to get on TV, and that's how you that's how you make it, and and all that stuff is gone. And you you used to have to, you know, call a comedy club and send them a VHS tape through the mail, and you had to pay a guy to record the video, and then you had to go down to a shop and pay for the VHS tapes, and then pay to mail them to the comedy clubs. And uh, and now you can just send a video on YouTube through your email, and people will hire you and that's insane to people that have been doing comedy for a lot longer. Um, so it is very difficult and, and there's still things I'm trying to break into. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm over the hump. I don't have a, a day job. I don't, um, you know, I pay most of my bills within a reasonable amount of time. And, uh, and I, and I have this comedy special out that, that, is getting a lot of love on on the internet and and that's rewarding to feel like oh I'm not terrible you know people people actually like me and and so even when I'm having a bad show I just kind of I just kind of reflect on that and go well you know I'm on the right path and I I think I know what I'm doing I just messed something up tonight or whatever instead of thinking that I'm just the worst person ever you know Definitely. Every fall is another chance where you can get right back up and knock them out. I mean, that's just what Absolutely. it is, you know. <laughs> so don't ever feel like And that's like where you talked about failure. having that mindset. Yeah, yeah it talks about having yep. that mindset that you just got to you just got to decide that you want to do it and and you know, and there's no shortcuts. It's just putting in that work and so, yeah. Right. You put in that work if it works out, you like it, nice, right? You mm-hmm. need a support system. But this is what I've been seeing and Dr. Phil's been seeing lately. It's like people are starting to basically change their mind on their career goal, which is all right. I mean, as long mm-hmm. as you're not 40-something, 35, whatever, and, you know, you want to stop. But, this is my thing right here. If you got a so-called support system that does not support you, buying your music, coming to your shows, whatever, then follow mm-hmm. your gut instinct. And if you feel like it's time to move on, then move on because you are in a very, very saturated field at times mm-hmm. where it's better to move on. Okay, and some people, they just feel like they don't want to work a nine-to-five. Well, check it out. Don't for all your life, but do it now right? so you don't have to later. You know, you can go to the nine-to-five, do what you got to, come back home and work on your side hustle. 
by the way, shout out to all the, you know, young hustlers and just hustlers in general, you know, getting it in right now. But, yeah. Who are some yeah, comedians I mean, it's, that it's you love? a little bit of that. Like, oh, okay. The, the, yeah. The thing, sorry, the thing I think about too is like no, I made it this far, you know. Like you, I've had bad days before, and I'm still alive, so it's fine. It's not like it's gonna be okay. Like you can't let one bad day get you down. Don't let no rainy days get in the way. After the rain, the storm, the sun's always gonna come out. Just be patient. <laughs> Quick question awesome. though. Who are some comedians that you looked up to growing up or anybody that you watched, you know, or anybody that you basically listen to because nowadays you can do uh, audio podcasts and whatnot. Sure. Anybody that you also, that you like, that you might have took a little style and not in a negative way. But sure. like, oh, okay, let me try that little style of my, you know, in my sketch or whatever. So go ahead, mm-hmm. tell me. Um, I loved, uh, I mean, Stephen Wright growing up was hilarious to me. Um, I used to watch Christopher Titus um, a lot, his TV show. My dad and I would watch that together. Um, I loved uh, Mike Birbiglia guys like that are just hilarious so um titus actually i got to meet him um when i was just starting out and he gave me a lot of advice and um so that's kind of sometimes people see my videos and they go oh he sounds kind of like titus and uh and i think that's definitely where i get it from is that he literally taught me how to write comedy and so um it's definitely rubbed off at times, but you just got to be careful enough to not permanent, um, you know, you don't want to be doing an impression of a guy. You want to be, you want to, you can, it's okay to be inspired by them, but you shouldn't be your whole style, just something else that, you know, sounds like somebody else. So. Exactly. And that's my whole spiel and Dr. Phil's spiel. Like, you can grab a little bit of, you know, tightness, but then put a little bit of you. Don't just grab everything. You know, Absolutely. don't bite it. You know. Yeah. So what do you got going on? You be, you keep talking about this show and, you know, comedy series you got going on. Tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So I put out this comedy special on a website called Dry Bar Comedy, which is um sort of like Netflix for Mormons, which is goofy. And I, I'm not Mormon, but I kind of look like it. I'm just like Mormon camouflage, you know. I'm like, don't tell them I drink caffeine and only have one wife. I'm a rebel. And um, right. so they put out this service where you can edit out offensive parts of TV shows. Like you're a Mormon boy and you want to watch Game of Thrones, but you don't want to see nudity. You can just select no nudity and then... Um, you can watch like the other 13 minutes of a Game of Thrones episode or whatever. So they are getting sued by all the major movie studios because they're like, you can't edit our stuff and they have a point. So they got into clean comedy and started filming clean comedy specials. So um, they, 
filmed one for me, and I, I'm not always a clean comedian, but I'm capable of being clean. And um, I actually turned it down the first time they offered it to me because I didn't think I could do it. It's, it's not only clean, but it has to be <clears throat> like extremely clean, I guess, uh, because you know they don't want premarital sex references and they don't want. Um, a lot of drug references unless it's in a negative light. Like you can do jokes about drinking if you say, oh, this is why I don't drink anymore. And then you tell a story about getting hammered or whatever. And so um, it was a real challenge. And um, I turned it down and then a friend of mine did it. And he uh, and I thought, well, if he can do it, then I can do it sort of inspired me not in a negative way he it's not like he's a horrible comedian i thought well if this hack can pull it off then surely i'm capable but i just thought if you know if someone around my same skill level was able to pull it off then i should pull my pull you know just kind of challenge myself instead of just saying right. like um oh i just can't do it just try and um it turned out to be the best thing for my career because these videos came out on Facebook and I think there's four videos with over a million views, which is insane. And, um, so from that, I've gotten bookings and I've gotten, um, you know, offers to do cool stuff. That's how you found me. That's how, uh, you know, I'm going to go to Hawaii next, uh, in a couple weeks to do shows out in Hawaii basically just taking a free vacation to Hawaii. So um, it's really, uh, that's why I say at this point in my career, all the hard work. And I put 230,000 miles on my car in about six years. So um, all that was worth it, you know, at the at, at the end of the day, driving around the country and making no money and sleeping in my car and, crashing on couches and and it was miserable but at the same time comedy was so fun and I was just I was getting good and it was just like I just had this unwavering belief that I just knew if I could just get through the other side of it that it would be worth it and it would be fun and uh so I'm enjoying life now it's still a lot it's still a lot of work because now I'm getting a lot of attention and I'm having to prioritize my time in terms of like, I got to schedule responding to emails and I got to schedule, um, you know, uh, I have to schedule being a human also. Like I have to say, Hey, I'm going to play Xbox for a little bit today and that's okay because I've just got to relax. I've got to chill out. I've got to, you know, I've got to make sure my mental health, those things that we were talking about, you know, and, um, and also the perspective of, you know, you brought up Dr. Phil a bunch and, and I love one of the things he said about you spend 5% of your time wondering if you got a good deal or a bad deal and 95% wondering if, uh, what you're going to do about it basically. And so, um, it's always like that when, when something comes up is instead of freaking out, I just kind of go, okay, well, what am I going to do? Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Okay. 
just a correction, uh, Dr. Phil is in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, he is uh, the black Dr. Phil. Oh, he's not, I see. Uh, different Dr. Phil. Yeah, he's not <laughs> no, Dr. Phil McGraw. No, no, no. No, he's an oh, artist. Okay. <laughs> um, his name is yeah, Dr. Phil. Shout out to Dr. That's Phil. That's really funny. Uh, listening in right like, now. This guy sure loves Dr. Phil. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my boy. Uh, friends and have this bond that we built over the years. And, you know, Pretty cool. Connected us, yeah. Um, you talked about games. <laughs> what games do you play on days when you just want to Uh I like Madden a lot. Uh I'm a big football fan and I um <clears throat> I also like the strategy of it. I like that it's just violent chess, I guess. And uh I play football, like my buddies and I play flag football once a week or, you know, whenever we can get together. And um, uh, other than that, you know, uh, sometimes I play shooter games, but those kind of make me angry because, you know, I'm not as good at them. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, mostly just like uh, Madden probably right now is the, the biggest thing that I'm playing. Awesome. And where can people follow you on social media? Yeah, all my social media is the same. It's just Andrew J. Rivers. So that's Instagram or Twitter or Adult Friend Finder or, you know, whatever service you're on. If you just Google Andrew J. Rivers or my website is andrewjrivers.com and that has links to everything also. Awesome. And do you have anything coming up? Now that you can let us know about that's not under under wrap. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know. I mean, just check out my website for tour dates. And uh, if anyone hears this, they can DM me on a on a on Instagram or whatever, and uh, I'll send them my uh, comedy special if they want to watch it, and uh, that'd be pretty cool. Contact him. That comedy special is definitely funny. He talks about a lot about camouflage (laughs) (laughs) and then something about touring somebody's bomb shelter. (laughs) Yeah. So, do you have any tips for up and coming comedians or? comedian that have been doing this for a while do you have any tips sure uh one of my favorite pieces of advice i've gotten i've actually i'm working on a book project i just kind of found a publisher and um i had every comedian that i met i had them sign a book with a piece of advice and so i'm kind of working on that but um my favorite piece of advice was be flexible in your definition of success because some days just getting on stage is a success. Just getting out there and doing it is, is a win. 
and you know you can't hold yourself to some sometimes unrealistic standards but other times you do need to hold yourself to a higher standard and go eh, that set is not good enough and this joke is not good enough uh i i need to work on that you know and only you can tell you you know you're not competing against other comedians you're competing against your own potential and what you know you're capable of so um it's literally just uh, be hard on your jokes, but don't be hard on yourself, I guess. Enjoy life. You know, life is yeah. beautiful. Get off the Facebook, get off the drama. You know, if you love the girl, stay with the girl. Make sure she's happy, you know. Don't be doing the wrong thing, you know. And if you're going through some drama, whatever. And this world is big. <laughs> and more. Yeah, there's a, you know, that saying about plenty fish in the sea or whatever. But, fish uh, in the sea. Right. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's true. There's so much going on that you don't, um, you, yeah, you just, you got to just do, you got to get, you got to do stuff. You can't let a girl, you know, hold you down and, uh. Just forget about it. Right, a girl or a boy, no matter. Or, yeah, whatever you're into. Like, (laughs) you know, just stop letting other people control your happiness. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming on, Andrew. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. it. Give your social media contact one more time. Yeah, everything is at Andrew J. Rivers. A-N-D-R-E-W-J. Rivers, R-I-V-E-R-S. There you have it, folks. Another great episode wrapped up. And just got your dose.